What's going on, everybody? This is Trevor Cotty. I'll be your host today. Uh, Jared's feeling a little hoarse, uh, you know, watching these Colts. But, uh-huh. you know, it's, uh, uh-huh. yeah, so he's, he's a little under the weather. Uh, Josh, Josh, I got Joshy Poo over here with us as well, wearing his Ravens yep. gear, half glued to his television screen, watching yep. the Ravens get beat up by Jonathan Taylor. Yep. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, but anyway, welcome into the FSL waiver show. Um, we did we started this last week. Um, tag along with us. I think we had some pretty great pickups in there. I mean, pretty consensus ones, but then also some good sleepers, including Kadarius Tony. If you listened to the show last week, uh, you've already got him and maybe even started him. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Uh, let's kick things off with quarterback. Uh, you, I think we all saw on Thursday night what happened to our dear beloved uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, rest in peace. You will be missed. Um, and rest in peace, Tyler Lockett. Uh, but <laughs> let's uh, let's let's see what happens this week. You know, maybe this first waiver wire pickup can run that offense. Jared, you or uh, Josh, you want to go ahead and start us on this one? Yeah, sure. So, uh, obviously, Geno Smith isn't the sexiest option if you still need a QB2. And hopefully, in most leagues, you have a QB2 already to go. But uh, it's worth noting that he looked fairly decent when he came in. He had 131 yards passing, 23 rushing, and a touchdown. Did have an interception. But, uh, you know, just manage your expectations. If you're a Russ owner, it might be worth grabbing if you're in a really deep league. If you don't have a QB2, you might need these next few weeks while uh, Russ takes care of this injury. Um, it's just something to look at. Um, not the, again, not the sexiest pickup. He also plays Pittsburgh and San Fran, so it's not the best matchups either. But uh, if you're in some pretty deep leads, uh, leagues, uh, you're a Russ owner and you need a, a QB2 and you don't have one already, uh, Geno Smith is rostered, uh, sleeper claims at 0% of leagues, so he should be available. Um, <laughs> yeah, so those are my thoughts. Uh, not the best option uh, for a QB2 or a backup, but um, he's there nonetheless. There I say he looked better than Russ Thursday night. Ooh. There I say it. Uh, there. Like... Go ahead. No, no, I didn't mean because you won't go ahead. I said, uh, just let, let Gino cook. He had a nice little throw touchdown to DK Metcalf, but I think like Trevor said in the beginning, RIP Tyler Lockett. So he's only going to be looking at DK, which I think would help his numbers a bit, but manage expectations. It is Gino yeah. Smith still. True, true, true. Just I will say that. Russell Wilson came out and said that he wants to be the best Gino Smith preparer ever <laughs> apparently he's been really uh into coaching him up uh getting him ready uh, need i will to, say Gino looked struggle. pretty good i will say he looked pretty good uh he yeah. did tar- he did manage to spread the ball around pretty well at first i was a little worried uh that he was only targeting the bigger guys but uh you know tyler Lockett got a couple of targets in there um the the interception i don't think was really gino's fault at all um so yeah, it was just tyler Lockett tripping i think on his own yep. feet and he looked pretty good, so <laughs> let's see what happens. Yep. I like Gino. Let him cook. But the day Russ becomes a head coach, that's going to be my second favorite team, whatever coach he is. Mm-hmm. I agree. He'll, he'll be a fantastic one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, real quick, what do you guys uh, – you know, what, what do you do with Sam Darnold, by the way? How do you guys feel about that one? I mean, it's one bad game out of, like, five already now. Mm-hmm. Uh. Now you kind of, kind of have to like come down now on that high, that Sam Darnold high that everyone was on, because now it looked like the Sam Darnold of the Jets, and 
starts up question now. Maybe Adam Gase was kind of right. Maybe we should uh, not knock Adam Gase too hard about uh, players leaving his system and then doing better because <laughs> Sam Darnold did throw three questionable interceptions in a very close game against the Eagles. So, I mean, you, you, you're still going to start him until he starts to do bad or start showing those flashes again, but I think we're fine. I think you're okay starting Sam Darnold from here on out still, especially with CMC coming back because he plays better with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, the QBs are going to – every player is going to have one bad game. Uh, he just had his bad game, in my opinion. If we if this continues, then maybe you start to question. But, uh, I mean, it happens. Uh, one bad game, yeah, it was the Eagles. But uh, I'm not going to hold it against them. And uh, definitely, if he's your QB1, keep him. If he's your QB2, um, you know, you can always bench him for whoever else you got. But I'm not going to count one bad game against him yet. All right. As right, much as cool. I hate to say that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, that's actually really going to do it for our quarterbacks this week. Um, obviously, the same people we said last oh, Mike week. Glennon. Still available. Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, are you, are you I was like, me? surprise edition here, <laughs> no, Jay. <I'm> <laughs> okay, if you're in like a 30-person league, maybe. <laughs> the FSL does not endorse or take any responsibility <laughs> for any bad pickups of Mike Glennon. <laughs> So you get that oh disclaimer out there. <laughs> All right. Uh, much like uh, how our quarterback came into possible relevance through a previous injury, um, there's some pretty good running backs available on the waiver wire this week, um, also due to injury. And I think uh, – I'm not sure. Did we – is this order correct? Is this how we wanted to rank them? Yeah. Yeah, right this is fine. yeah, this is fine. Okay. Okay. So – our number one running back pickup um, on the week, we're looking at Daryl Williams. Um, and, you know, Jared, uh, why do you think uh, why do you think that um, Daryl Williams is a good pickup this week? Uh, I mean, for the obvious that he's on the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Uh, granted, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire didn't really do much. I mean, he had a couple of hundred rush yards games, but he's going to take over that backfield. He's going to be the primary running back, and Clyde's going to be – I think he went down with a sprained MCL. He's expected to miss at least three weeks. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he put they put him on IR. But Darrell Williams is already very familiar with that system. They really like Darrell Williams a lot. So they will look to, like, involve him, especially after what happened last night with Tyreek getting hurt and Travis Kelsey with the little stinger. So mm-hmm. they're going to look to get their running backs involved. So mm-hmm. And McKinnon is also someone to look at. They did use McKinnon – a couple plays last night in passing, like a little yeah. bit. He was in on 30% of snaps, but I think he had a total of uh, like two attempts, maybe three. Yeah. What do you have, like two targets and a rush, I think? I don't mm-hmm. remember off the top of my head. It was um, something very light. So if 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 you're going to get a running back out of the Chiefs backfield, it's going to be Darrell Williams. And they, yeah, they two like targets, one attempt. Yeah. Yeah. But and also it's – Stash, maybe. I think it's worth noting that uh, Daryl Williams, uh, you know, he was he was his snap count was actually increasing every week. Oh, was it? Um, yeah, uh, they were actually going into more of a split every week. I mean, week one, twenty two percent, then twenty seven, thirty four, thirty six, and then forty three. So it was on a slow increase already. Um, with you know, week four, he saw twelve total attempts uh, between his ten rushes and his two targets, and then, you know, I think that uh, 
I think he'll be used a lot more than Jarek McKinnon. But, yeah, like you said, McKinnon will definitely have a role. Um, I mean, it's the Chiefs offense. You can mm-hmm. plug and play just about any half-decent receiving back into that backfield, and he's going to get he's gonna get receptions. He's yeah, going like, to get points. Like Clyde, half-decent. Yeah, like Clyde. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – this is, I mean, if you, if you, if you need uh you know, if you need a running back or if you low on running backs, uh, definitely worth picking up. Um, again, he, you guys, you guys hit on, he's going to split with McKinnon some, but you know, you can't go wrong with uh, the pass catching back in the Chiefs backfield, even though the offense has been struggling these past few weeks, um, still can't get wrong with it. So uh, definitely a, a good pickup. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and then much like, you know, Daryl Williams becoming relevant due to injury, uh, our next running back, and this one's actually my favorite between the two, uh, is Devontae Booker. Um, you know, he's only owned in 11% of leagues right now, according to Sleeper. Uh, but we all saw what happened to Saquon, super unfortunate, freak accident. Um, I don't want to give him an injury-prone label because of this. He stepped on some guy's foot and he rolled it. Really so weird. unlucky. It so was unlucky. so unlucky. Um, but, you know, a low-grade ankle sprain uh, looked really bad. Uh, at first, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, shit, he yeah, just broke his ankle. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then I got the picture on here. There, it's, it looks like he's got a tennis ball inside mm-hmm. of his leg. Yeah, but the sw- looks- that's, that's just swelling. I right, think that's the just- initial swelling, right. Yeah. Well, you know, the timetable – well, it, regardless, it looks really bad. Uh, but did, timetable, yeah. you know, they said we're looking at maybe two to four weeks. Um, you know, there's a chance. could be slightly longer, but I, it's Saquon. He, he tends to come back early, so I think, you know, two to three weeks is my guess. Um, but you know, Devonte Booker in Saquon's absence, 16 carries, four targets, had two touchdowns, uh, between them both. Everybody else on the damn team is hurt except for Kadarius Tony. Actually, so, he's also hurt too. <laughs> yeah. He's got it. He does have an ankle injury, but it, it was minor and he's still going to play this week. Right. So maybe but we'll I, get into that. Okay. Gotcha. 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 I thought I saw that he was going to play my bad. Uh, must be questionable. I'm assuming, uh, but Devonte Booker, you know, I think he's going to have a pretty big role in this offense. Uh, but, you know, I think it is worth noting that Daniel Jones is out, right? So, you know, uh, Mr. Glennon's leading that offense. and Mike Glennon! Yeah, Josh, uh, I see you uh, I see you pointing up at here. What, what, what you got? What you got? Oh, I, I just want to note real quick that while all these injuries are happening, unlike the Darrell Williams situation, though, this is still the New York Giants. <laughs> I would uh, – uh, and like you, like you just said, Daniel Jones is hurt. The team isn't that great. Um, so whereas, like, the Darrell Williams pickup is on a high-powered offense that is relatively healthy – you got to really be, be cautious about this pickup. Uh, only do it if you really need it. I don't see a whole lot of production per se, but you know, he did score. He did score some touchdowns, uh, but it was again, the Cowboys. So uh, who's our next? They got uh, Rams oh, next week. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Rams and then the Panthers. Yeah. Yikes. I would. Uh, Ouch. Okay. I desperate... Daryl Williams is my number one running back. <laughs> I say if you're desperate, then definitely go for it. If, if, if you have an open spot, you know, stash them. But uh, on the flip side of – this is definitely the, the flip side of Darrell Williams. Um, you know, the production might be there, but is it going to be profitable per se and fantasy-wise? I don't know with this Giants team. Yeah, but I think he's going to get a large workload. I will The say opportunity that. will be there. Yeah, I said the production. The production's going to be there, but if he's, if he's averaging one yard a run and, you know, only gets – 
30 yards rushing because the Rams are swallowing them, then, you know, it's not going to be a viable fantasy start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dallas, I mean, he did put up 20 points. I will say, I mean, granted, he had, he had two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, so take that away. He's down to eight. Just temper expectations with Devontae Booker. Yeah. He's no Saquon. Yeah. But who is, right? <laughs> Not Saquon this year. Yikes. Not Saquon. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that'll lead us into our next running back. Uh, I think Jared really likes this guy. Um, I don't know why. He's stuck on this. This weird, this like weirdly bad team, but what? I don't know. I'll let Jared talk about him. All right, we're gonna we're gonna let that comment slide just because we're gonna talk about my guy Khalil Herbert. So if you guys don't know, this is the third string running back when David Montgomery's healthy. Uh, he's the rookie that the Bears drafted this year. He looks really good. Uh, he had 18 touches against the Raiders and for a total of 75 yards. I think their Damian Williams only had 84, so it's not. I think he actually led him, but it's whatever. It's 70, 75 yards still on 18 touches. He got touches in the red zone. Uh, Damian Williams was just the one that able to punch it into the touch or to, into the end zone and get that touchdown. But he did have 34 snaps to Dar- Damian Williams, 33. So it does look like it's going to be a split backfield kind of thing going on, not sort of like the bell cow to Damian Williams and then uh, Khalil Herbert gets the third down plays. He's a hard runner. He's not very easy to take down. He reminds me a lot of like Nick Chubb. So we in Chicago we call him like a mini Nick Chubb just because of that. He's a very in between the tackles Wait, kind of. Are you back. Uh, are you sure that he reminds you of Nick Chubb? You didn't sound very confident. He reminds me of like a uh, Nick Chubb. <laughs> no. It's like you're just expecting the backlash from us immediately. No. I'm just making sure I got my words right. But yeah, Nick Chubb. He's a mini Nick Chubb. But again, he's splitting the time. Plane. No, it's not very bold at all. That's a bold claim, man. Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league. He is. But wait till Damian Williams is gone next year. You'll see Khalil. Oh, wait till he's a backup again next year. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just uh, temper expectations, though, because, again, he is splitting time with Damian Williams, but it's not – but it's 50-50. It's not like one – it's not overly over to Damian Williams. He's a great stash if you have uh, David Montgomery or Damian Williams as well, but – and I like to play this this week with the Green Bay Packers. Their defense is not that good. So, didn't we say Khalil Herbert last week too? Uh, we mentioned him when we were talking about Damian Williams, but okay, gotcha. they're gonna gotcha. they're gonna lean on the run a lot. So, gotcha. I'm only asking because I mean I picked him up. You I picked just him thought, up. You know, maybe somebody I else would have jumped the gun. I got him for zero dollars. Yeah, I was. I wanted him too, but you were just ahead of me. I know. I, know. I had waiver priority because I didn't get a single claim because y'all paid up. <laughs> Whatever, I won't. I won't get into it. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> uh, but speaking of me taking someone, Jared loves. Uh, Jared did something terrible to himself earlier this year. Terrible, he, I wouldn't say terrible. Uh, he drafted Marquez Callaway. Yes, you did, and he sang the Marquez Callaway praises. And you know, he thought he had how quickly they went away. Receiver. Oh my God! It, it was a complete one eighty. But uh, Jared, you know what what went down between you two? No, you know why this falling out? Uh, about two points every week happened to me. <laughs> when oh did you God. drop him again? Week two after week two. Okay. Yeah, and then of course after week two he drops fourteen the next week because that's it. <laughs> that's how fantasy works. But initially, when I drafted Marquez Callaway, 
Obviously, I thought he was going to take over that wide receiver one role. I mean, he's the only receiver outside of Deontay Harris that Jameis Winston can throw to. And he did not show that in the first two weeks. But these last three weeks, he has been that wide receiver one, that go-to for Jameis Winston. No patience. I don't. Very little patience in this franchise. Like this past week, he had eight targets for four receptions. Eight targets? Like where was that the first two weeks? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love targets. how right after you drop him, his point totals are like 15. Yeah, and then 24. 24. <laughs> Granted, one of them was a Hail Mary play, but still, he that's his ball. He's he's gonna he's the jump ball kind of guy. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's only rostered in 40% of sleeper sleeper leagues. So if he if he if he's available, I say of course go get him. But it is screw Marquez Holloway for me. When. Holloway. When what's the timeline on uh, MT? Uh, supposedly well. he should be ready week seven. They'll see how he feels, how he how he moves. Obviously, because he's been gone for a while, but he can be True. activated week seven after their bye this week. True. That's also something to keep in mind if you're yep. looking to pick him up as well. Yep, eligible to return October twenty fifth. So MT comes back, which I have MT on my team, so I think it lightens the load of. Losing Marquez Callaway. You think Michael Thomas will be? You know what? That's for another show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but um, anyway, let's go ahead and move on into our next guy here. We got Timmy P, Mr. Patrick Starr himself. In the flesh. In the flesh. Tim Patrick. (laughs) This is Josh's guy, man. He loves him. Josh, what you got for me on Tim Patrick? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, he just had a he had a great outing behind Sutton this week against Pittsburgh. Um, he's getting a lot of production. Uh, I wasn't expecting Teddy to be playing, but he was out there, um, which was good <laughs> because if Drew Locke was out there, that uh, the offense would not have been able to move. But uh, you know, Judy, he's still out. I think he's coming the week after next. But uh, if you're looking for uh, a receiver uh, that uh, he's definitely playing second fiddle to Sutton, of course, but, you know, he, uh, he still had a solid fantasy outing against Pittsburgh, which we know Pittsburgh isn't the best team, but, you know, they still have some, they still have some players on defense. Um, but uh, this is just another, uh, if you got worth stashing or if you're looking for a, a plug and play um, in a flex spot, um, in a deeper league, uh, I, I'm high on Tim Patrick uh, right now until Judy comes back, of course. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not. Still, I, I read a stat um, during that game that Tim Patrick hasn't dropped the he hasn't dropped the pass. I think he has a streak going on right now. I believe oh, it, dude. I Tim Patrick's fantastic. He's really Unfortunately, good. Unfortunately, he has been the journeyman of the FSL. Uh, he's already <laughs> been added and dropped by two different teams in the league. Uh, one of which was me, and I wasted nine, or 16 fab on him. But <sighs> something on better days. Friend. Yeah, better days, man. Better, better days. days. I'm low on better fab. Better I could days. use some more. Everybody hit me up. Come by my yeah. players. Josh, Josh, I got a tight end <laughs> on my bench. Hey, I got 16 hey, left, I, baby. I got 16 no, left. Tight ends, man. I got 16 left. Is he got a punctured lung? Or else I don't even want to. <laughs> I don't even want to. No, but he is injured. He is injured. Unless he's out for five or more weeks, I don't even want to touch that. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. All right. Jared, I think we've held it off long enough. Let's uh, go ahead. About Kadarius Tony. Come Kadarius on. Kadarius Tony. I told y'all last week to pick him up. And he showed out. He uh, He's rostered in 
of fantasy leagues right now, and he broke Odell Beckham Jr.'s rookie record, yard record in one game. Odell's was 185. He got 189, I believe. And he easily could have broken the 200 point, but he was a dumbass and threw a punch with like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. I understand. I understand the Foolish. why he did it. I understand why he did it, but it's still stupid. No, he got mad. Dumb. Did you see the play? Oh, he got mad. He's he a rookie. Got he got tossed to the ground. Come on, you can't after the whistle blow. I don't understand why you You're punch somebody in the helmet. I don't understand. You're a professional. It. I don't understand. It hurts your fucking hand. You're a professional. It's stupid. I said it's stupid, but I understand. Yeah. He was very emotional at the time. Big time, dumb. But um, big time rookie. But he looked really good playing. He uh he torched Trayvon Diggs a couple of times. He broke his ankles one of the plays. Oh, it was nasty. Uh he looks very nothing sh- either. Oh, Trayvon Diggs leads the league in interceptions. Mm-hmm. And um he looks very shifty. He saw a team high in targets. Granted, everyone else was out for that team, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh Kenny G's now dealing with injury and he's not gonna play next week. Uh same with Sterling and Slayton, but they'll they're trending towards playing. They're com- they might come back from their hamstring injuries, but Kenny G will not play, so he could still think, be in that starting role. I think they're projected to come back week six, aren't they? Week six? Shoot. I mean, yeah, Wait. that's true. No, no, it's Wait, week, yeah, this is next week, week six. right? This is week six, yeah. Time's flying. It's week six coming up. Oh, my God. Also, uh, disclaimer, we, we are recording this during the uh, Monday night football game. So if something happens in there, um, again, you know, obviously they're not going to be on here. They'll be on the next one. But waivers might have run by then. So pay attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Sterling and Slayton might come back. But Tony will obviously still be in that starting role with Kenny G out. Uh, however, he did suffer an ankle injury on one of the catches. He did play through it. Uh, he they didn't really like manage him until he l- got ejected. He got carted off the field, I think. And then um, x-rays were negative. So it's nothing serious, but he also might miss as well. They were talking about he is questionable for next week. So be careful with that. But either way, pick up Kadarius Tony. He is a great pickup for this year because he looks good and they love him, except for that mm-hmm. punch. Yeah, I will note real fast. Um, I saw, I read that it doesn't look like he's going to get suspended, but he might get fined. But however, do you think do you think the Giants might punish him internally? Like maybe hold him out for some plays or limit him in any way? Uh, do it on their own? Uh, no. After that performance, I don't think they will just because they are desperate for talent right now. Because they are they are hurt right now. And um, now if he was like a stupid ass play and he put up like 10, 15 yards and yeah, I think they'll discipline him there. Yeah. But I think George Judge like smacked him in the back of the head. Before oh yeah, he, got he was off the field. livid. Yeah. yeah, he was livid. <laughs> and I think that's all the punishment he's going to get from them except for like a fine maybe. So I think we'll be fine. Joe Judge does get a hard on from when his players are fighting. So we already know that from the off season. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, all right. Anybody else got anything they want to say about Kadarius, Tony? I love you, Kadarius. Keep doing you. Possible Just, keeper, Jared? Yeah, for real. Tenth round. Tenth round. I mean, they did draft him. They drafted him in the first. Did you see so, his right hook? <laughs> <laughs> his right hook is soft. He missed. He even, 
he he rolled up his sleeve and missed. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yo, uh, I love the Giants, dude. Fury Tony. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on here. Uh Joshy Poo wants to talk about one of his favorite teams in the NFL, the Texans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh no. Um so Chris Moore, uh wide receiver, he was activated from the practice squad by the Texans and decided to uh, uh, use his showing to go off. He had 109 yards on five receptions and a touchdown against the Patriots. Um, you know, it was, it just, it just caught my interest. Uh, he's 0% rostered and sleeper as, as uh, rightfully uh, so. Yeah. Because he's practice squad, <laughs> but there is a chance that he could get a contract this week. Um, it is a possibility. We all know the Texans, you know, are awful, and you kind of don't want to touch anyone on that team other than Brandon Cooks. But in, for deeper leagues, uh, you know, this could be an interesting grab or at least someone to keep an eye on maybe next week uh, seeing what happens. But he kind of went off with his opportunity. I mean, five receptions, 109 yards. I mean, you, what, what, what more can you ask and for? A touchdown. And a touchdown. So, uh, you know, at least keep an eye on him. Um, if you have the stash in a deep league, maybe grab him up. Uh, but he just caught my eye. Thought I'd mention him because, um, you know, uh, you, you might you might be a team who needs who needs that kind of spark. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Nate. He's from Cincinnati, and you need <laughs> wide receivers. <laughs> Nate, I got some wide receivers if you want one, but they're not cheap. I, not cheap. I, come get Jamar. Oh, no, I want Jamar. Jamar. You won't give kidding. him Jamar. Yeah. <laughs> He's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I would love to have Jamar. What a great pick. What a what a fantastic pick, Josh. Three point twelve, baby. I don't know why he fell that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a shame that you didn't have your pick still right after it. You could have gotten him the fourth instead. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Don't have Najee though. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That is that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's talk about this uh, this sticky little tight end situation. I mean, I think we already every I'm, all the good tight ends are pretty much rostered. Um, you know, these are always a shot in the dark, usually for touchdowns. Um, but I think Josh here had something he wanted to say about Mister Njoku. Yeah, I just wanted to bring this up and kind of have a discussion on it. I'm sure most of you uh, have watched the Chargers-Browns game. It was a fantastic game and saw Joku go absolutely off. I just wanted to bring up, you know, I say just be super cautious with this one. Um, you know, we see – I feel like a lot of people uh, see, like, a random great performance and everyone wants to snatch them up, snack them up. Especially and, from tight ends. Yeah, especially from tight ends. But I just wanted to bring up, you know, maybe, maybe pump the brakes on this one a little bit just because, one – uh, Baker isn't the best passer on the Browns. The Browns are a run-first team. It's all about Chubb and Hunt. Uh, there's also two other tight ends that they routinely use, Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant. And throughout the year, like it's kind of like one of them is like the tight end for that game. And I think that what we saw on Sunday, it was definitely uh, Njoku. Um, it, it was definitely Njoku's uh, game. So uh, uh, I would just say temper, really temper expectations, maybe in deeper leagues worth a grab, but uh, I just see the Browns tight end committee per se and the way that their offense operates. Kind of be a little hesitant on this one. I know he went off, but just chill. Hold on, breaking news, live. 
from the podcast. John Gruden. John Gruden just informed his staff that he plans to resign as Raiders head coach. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, my. oh, my God. What did they find? We were just talking about this. I haven't actually oh read God. over the emails yet. I haven't had a chance to, but wow. I, heard, I heard they weren't good. You guys were going crazy, and I thought it was something going on with the game and while I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, John oh, Gruden is going to resign. Wow. Oh, wow. That's, That's crazy. Do you guys – I'm, oh, I just saw yeah, what, it come up. I just what are your thoughts on this? Um, we were talking about this last night, and like what he said was obviously racially motivated. There's no denying it, and his excuse was awful. Um, yeah. I, I didn't really see like resigning uh, no, stuff, so no I'm way. guessing they had to found something else if if this is happening, or he's mm-hmm. scared of what they might find. Um, but damn, that's that's extremely shocking. Since the Raiders were actually having a pretty solid uh, year so far, that's huge. I think I think something happened in that locker room. I think the players probably didn't didn't like that too well, or some someone had to talk to John Gruden. And I don't know. I did not expect him to resign. I didn't expect him to get fired either. But jeez, neither did I. That's was crazy. Way left the field. Wow, that's very shocking. Yeah. We'll talk more about this on the NFL episode, but wow. Yeah, yes. I guess this yeah. is the waiver episode. <laughs> but no, we, we, reaction. we got a report. We got a report. This is breaking news. news. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Breaking news. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did we finish in Joku? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Josh All said, right. be careful because they don't really throw that much. They are run first team and they have two other tight ends. So. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that takes us into our other tight end ad. I mean, again, these are all just shots in the dark, but this guy is, you know, it's it's through Maybe injury again, much. just like our running yeah. backs. Yeah, I mean, this one might have a little more little more ground underneath his feet. Um, Ricky Seals Jones, Jerry, I know as the uh, resident, um, what's his Logan face Thomas. owner? Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas owner. Uh, yeah. I noticed that I was surprised you didn't add this guy last week. I was thinking about it, but I was – we didn't talk about him either last week because I was hesitant. I wanted to see how he was going to play with Taylor Heineke, although he did get – he looked pretty good with Taylor Heine- – or when Logan Thomas was playing. But Logan Thomas is on IR, so now he's the primary tight end. There's no one else in his way. He saw eight targets against the Saints this past week, five of eight for 41 yards, which is pretty decent from a tight end. Um, you're not going to get, like – Travis Kelsey numbers from him or anything, but they do play the Chiefs this week, uh, which Dawson Knox just torched for. Uh, and Ricky has the athleticism and potential to do the same, I think. And I like his game a lot, and I think Taylor Heineke does too, because he saw more targets than Logan Thomas did in one game. I think Logan Thomas only saw seven targets, and uh, Ricky saw eight. And they're going to be playing down from behind a lot, so they'll be throwing a lot. And the Chiefs defense is not that good, as we all saw last night so i would actually pick up ricky ricky he's a great streaming option this week yeah i didn't watch a whole lot of that game yet i still need to watch the highlights on it um but uh every time i did kind of glance over on that game it seemed like he was catching something (laughs) i know that doesn't say much but it just i kind of noticed just from the glancing of that game that he was getting a lot of production so um, you know, I don't hate this. I don't hate this pickup either, especially if you're on the tight end stream uh, streaming grind, uh, as most of us are. So, yeah. 
Wow. John Gruden, man. Dude, I just, I can't. Twitter I can't is blowing it. up about yeah, it right now. There's I, a lot. Our I'm just notification right just ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's my God. Okay. Uh, shit. I guess that just takes us into kickers. Uh, Josh is. <laughs> Josh's uh, big dick kick. Who you got? Yeah, yeah. We'll just wrap this up real fast. Um, for those of you who are still maybe not happy with a kicker or need one for some reason, Me. Nick Folk only fifteen, <laughs> only fifteen percent rostered in leagues. He's finally healthy again after uh, a knee injury uh, uh, scare uh, for the past few weeks. But he went off against the Texans. Had sixteen fantasy points. He had two fifty fifty plus yarders. A thirty. Uh, and a 20. He missed a PAT, but, you know, that's one point. He's kicking enough field goals to get that production. He's also the number two kicker in fantasy right now on sleepers. So, yeah, if you need a kicker and uh, or you're not happy with yours, definitely pick up Nick Folk. Yeah, uh, I was kind of iffy. So when they they, they are going to struggle to score sometimes and he definitely has that field goal potential. Yeah, I was always hesitant to pick up Nick Folk. I always saw what he was doing. But like with that injury and then just him being Nick Folk, I was very <laughs> <True>. hesitant. <laughs> but he's he's looked good so far. So I have also watched him every week on the waiver wire, and I just couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, I want to get rid of Evan McPherson. That's my That's guy. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess Josh, you want to take us into our defenses, close close out special teams. Let's get it all over with. Yeah. All right. Uh, the if you're on the are you if you're streaming defenses this year uh this weekend you definitely want to go with the Colts defense they are playing at home against the Texans um they're not the best team in the world as I say that as they're shutting down my Ravens right now on Monday Night Football (laughs) but they do have enough (laughs) weapons and defense to cause some turnovers sacks and I mean it's the Texans it's a plus matchup so uh definitely grab the Colts they're uh only 31 percent rostered on sleeper we're at 523 left in the half for a timestamp, just in case the Ravens end up blowing the Colts out of the water <laughs> later. And it sounds like they're not Stop. shutting down your Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> but at this current point, they are. Yes. Hey, after we had halftime adjustments, baby. Halftime adjustments. Yeah, so long oh, as it's not it. Mandrews and uh <laughs> and uh Lamar Jackson, I'll be fine. That's fine <laughs> by me. I don't got anything else right on this. All right. All right. Well, that pretty much does it for us. Uh, Wave of Wire. It's a little more shallow this week, um, but, you know, there's some big running backs out there uh, based on injury and maybe uh, a Kadarius Tony and a few sleeper wide receivers. I can't believe he's only 30%, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep. Should have watched the Waiver Show last week. Uh, all right. But that's going to do it. Anybody else got anything else they want to throw on here before we close it out and get back to watching this game and talking about John Gruden? <laughs> uh, who you guys. <laughs> Favorite picks this week? Uh, last week, I didn't say Kadarius Tony on purpose because I didn't want you guys to pick him up. But this week, I'm going to say Kadarius Wow. Tony. Are you saying you were trying to withhold information oh. from viewers? No, I, I gave you guys uh, all the information. I gave wow. you guys wow. all what the information. Bet. I just said, said my favorite. Your number one pickup because you didn't want other people to pick <laughs> I, him up. I gave you guys all the information. Wow. You guys that's, all heard guys, the same Jared's thing. fired. Jared's fired. <laughs> But my favorite this week is next Kader- up, Kadarius. Fired off a waiver watchers. Uh, wow, two. You wow. made it to episode two. Wow, imagine, <laughs> imagine doing that. You know, yeah. everybody thought about it, but nobody's going to do that now. Like, 
Darren Williams or Kadarius Tony. That's my those are my favorites. Stop it. <laughs> um, my favorite pick, uh, my favorite wire pickup is going to be Tim Patrick, um, especially if you need a carryover for the for a week or two until Judy gets back. I like what I'm seeing from him behind Sutton on that Denver offense. Now, what what are we talking fab wise? What would you be willing to spend percentage wise? Dude, I would spend a thousand fab. On <laughs> okay, standard hundred fab league. <laughs> Forty. Josh for Josh. By the way, just forty-five dollars. Oh, well, they all know about it, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't get to talk about. It. Okay, okay, I'll let that one go. <laughs> all right, we're moving on. Jared, 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 what percentage of your fab would you be willing to spend to grab Kadarius Tony based on your situation? Say you need a starter this week. Say you got somebody on by. Uh, especially after last week's performance, you were, you would be pretty uh pretty happy with spending. I would say about twenty twenty five percent of your fab on Kadarius Tony. You, you would throw twenty five dollars on Kadarius Tony, especially because everyone else is going to be after him as well. So you got to outbid everyone else. For <laughs> <laughs> breaking news, yeah, I'm gonna quickly uh, pop in news. real quick. It just said uh, Adam Shefty just came on and said that – oh, it just went away. It said that he is leaving after review of emails showing misogynistic, anti, anti-gay, anti and racist uh, 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 language. Jesus. Gruden, so it wasn't like, just racist. It was yeah. misogynistic and anti-gay. Oh, my wow. God. And the wow. Raiders have that uh, – who's that? What's his name? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the end. Uh, yeah. uh, God damn it, I forget his name. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know who you're talking he came about. Came out as gay too. So wow. Yeah, he's actually a solid player too. He is nice. Wow. Um, what an what a fall, dude. What a fall, indeed. Hey, you think he's gonna come back to Monday night? Odds <laughs> on that. Odds on that. <laughs> we see him next Monday. Oh my! I don't God. think he's gonna be doing anything. Nothing. I tell you, you know what? You know what? You know what sums up the reaction to <laughs> shocked ghost sums up the reaction. Bring back shocked ghost. Bring back shocked ghost sleeper. <laughs> oh my god. Hashtag bring back shocked ghost. Yeah. Hashtag bring back shocked ghost. Let's get that trending on Twitter. Let's get, get that it trending on. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> my gosh. Alrighty. All right. Well, Who your favorite, um, Trev? My favorite. It's Daryl Williams. Um, Daryl Williams. We already talked about it. I don't really need to say why. I mean, it's it's a running back. Running backs are scarce um, with, I think, the best chance of success on the waiver wire. Now, percent of fab I'd spend, I think it really depends on how bad you need a running back. But, I mean, this, I think he'll be about what Clyde's been. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to be any better than Clyde. Do you guys? Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. a little bit more just because Clyde is gone. I mean, what, they're going to yeah. split with Jarek McKinnon, I guess. But I think they'll lean a little bit more on Daryl Williams. Okay. Honestly, Jared McKinnon's more of like a bruiser back though than he is a pass catcher, correct? Opposite. Yeah, uh, that's the opposite. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. I'm sorry, I don't remember him much. He was on the yeah because he gets Niners hurt a lot. Size? Niners. Yeah. He's yeah. On the Niners. But on the Vikings, Niners. He's. Giants. Yep. Yep. That's how I. Yep. Vikings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Daryl, I guess that's who I would grab. And percent of my fab depends on what I need and then how much I have left. Like in my situation, I can't spend on him. What my current situation, I have like 40 something dollars left, but he's going to be expensive. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. I mean, he's going to be like an RB two probably for, or maybe, you know, maybe, maybe mid low RB two with upside. Yeah. I'd say that. 
And Clyde will be gone for a based bit, on where so. his floor is, but he's got high upside. He's on the Chiefs, so I mean, you have to spend up for him. All right, all right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Let's go back to watching uh, Monday Night Football and see what else we find out about John Gruden tonight. <laughs> yeah. See you guys next week. All right, see y'all.